ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி ரலிஷ் அ பிக்சர் இஸ் கம்பேரிசன் பிட்வீன் பிளான்ட் அண்ட் அனிமல் லைஃப் ஆஸ் போர்ட்ரேட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் குறுந்தொகை த்ரீ ஃபார்ட்டி செவன் பென் பை காவிரி பூம்பட்டினத்து சேந்தம் கண்ணனார் செட் இன் த ட்ரைலன்ஸ் ஆஃப் பாலை த வேர்ஸ் ஸ்பீக்ஸ் இன் த வாய்ஸ் ஆஃப் த மேன் டு ஹிஸ் ஹார்ட் எக்ஸ்பிரஸிங் ஹிஸ் இன்எபிலிட்டி டு பார்ட் வித் த லேடி மல்ஹசுனை உலர்ந்த நல்கூர் சுரமுதல் குமரி வாகை கோளுடை நறுவி மடமா தோகை குடுமியின் தோன்றும் காண நீல் இடை தானும் நம்மோடு ஒன்று மனம் செய்தனல் இவள் எனின் நன்றே நெஞ்சம் நயந்த நின் துணிவே If that could happen, then what you say would be good, is the logical core of this verse. The opening words, Malhu sunai ularnda nalhur suramudal, meaning ponds overflowing with water have dried up in the struggling drylands, informs us that this geographical region has a temporary aspect to it. This means that the Pali region or drylands is not a constant feature of the land like the other Kurunji, Nadal, Mullai and Marudam regions but implies that any of the above regions can turn into the mentioned wastelands without rain and water. Returning, next we glance at Kumari Vagai Koludai Naruvi meaning the sweet-smelling flowers of the young lebek tree having long stalks. Incidentally, this Vagai tree has curious names in other countries such as Shakshak tree and Woman's Tongue tree. Turning to the fauna, we take in Madama Togai, meaning naive and huge plume of feathers in a literal sense, implying that this phrase is talking about a peahen. Ending with the words Nayanda Nin Tunive, meaning what you wish and dare me to do. the verse intrigues our curiosity what could be that one thing the man puts forth as a condition the context reveals that the man and lady were leading a happy married life when the man felt the need to part with the lady to gather wealth at this time the man turns to his heart and says in the drylands where springs once brimming with water have now dried up the young vage trees long stalked fragrant flowers appear akin to a naive huge feathered peahen stuffed in the long and winding paths of the dry jungle if she allows herself to come along as one with us then my dear heart what you dare and desire would be good with these words the man indirectly declares to his heart that he prefers to remain with the lady and not go in search of wealth at the moment It's time to take a slow and meditative walk on the drylands path and listen closely to the man's words. He starts by talking about how not long before the springs there were full of water, but now it's barren and in such a bleak landscape, a young vage tree seemed to be struggling to thrive. Although it struggles to even live it's determined to fulfill its purpose in life which is to spread its progeny and thus it puts out its flowers the man zooms on to one of its flowers and points to how the petals of that fragrant flower are standing atop long and thin stalks and this he compares with the tuft of a naive peahen 
if you take a moment to search and place side by side a lebic tree flower and a peahen's tuft, you will be stunned by the similarity of the two. What phenomenal attention and creativity would it take to connect two such disparate elements into a single thought? Looking at it philosophically, it's yet another shout-out for the oneness of all life that throbs on this earth. Returning to the verse, we find the man concluding the description of the dryland's path thus and saying to his heart that if at all the lady agreed to come along in their journey, then whatever the heart wishes for would be good. To see what this means, we have to understand that it was not an accepted practice for married women to accompany the men on their missions in Sangam times. So the man is indirectly telling his heart what you wish for, which is, for me to part with her and travel in search of wealth will not happen. Herein lies that unique way of conveying a decision to oneself. If you think about it, the man's heart is indeed a part of him and what he wants is what his heart wants. So why does the man separate himself from his heart? What good could it do? Why don't we try this technique in our own lives and find out? The next time you feel a nudge in your heart to do something that has a lot of consequences, why not treat your heart as another person and see if that would pave a better path to clarity? Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.